0: Welcome back to the Kingsway Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Glad you are here. And uh, we have a special one today. Mr. Yes. Mr. Ryan is back. And uh, I'm excited to talk about some atonement theories. Yes. So if you just heard that and you clicked away, don't do it. Hold up. Hold up. It's Easter weekend. Yeah. And it's one of those times that I feel like as a Christian, we get really hyped for. It's like our Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Getting excited. Um. And I think it's one of those things that as a Christian, I've been a long time following Jesus around church. Sometimes we forget that um, the gospel is something you need to continue to learn and to grow in. And understanding something at a deeper level actually can help us have deeper faith.
1: Yeah. So it's when we're talking about atonement theories, don't be scared. This isn't going to be super academic, super whatever. Um, we've done the research. Yep. I think what we're going to say is right and helpful. Yep. Um, but wh- what that just means is, is atonement is how Jesus is bringing us back to him, how he's accomplishing yep. salvation. And the theory is just how we're explaining it, because the, the atonement is more like a diamond where you see it in the light and it's really beautiful and the light's refracting through it and reflecting through it, and then you turn it a little bit and the entire picture you get is different. And so the reason we're wanting to dig into this is because atonement is that valuable. Yeah. A, a picture of a diamond is worth a lot less than the diamond itself. And so what we're gonna do is look at different theories, different ways people have explained it, and all of them are scriptural. None of them are like, we just totally made this up. Yeah. But all of them are people taking that same diamond of the atonement and turning it just a little bit and seeing the light coming through in a totally different way.
0: Absolutely, and this the why we're doing it around Easter weekend is because this is, when salvation was finished, when Jesus says it is finished on the cross, mm-hmm. it's him saying, the work that I have done, that the curtain is being torn in the temple, the grave has been defeated, yeah. there, there is no longer a debt. And yeah. so that that whole idea of the imagery of even some of that stuff is going to be a part of like, what does this really mean? How did this work? Um, and this is a lot like if you've ever watched a Christopher Nolan movie, like yeah. how you got to the ending, you're like, how did we get here? Yeah. And you've been told the ending, but maybe you didn't quite understand how we got here. Yeah. Like Jesus saved you. You're forgiven. Grace is offered. How did that happen? Like, yeah. how does this work?
1: Yeah. I I don't think you need to dig in this far to be saved. None of this is like, yeah. oh, I'm not really a Christian until I know. No, I mean, the, the gospel, the atonement, all those things are, are things that Jesus did to accomplish our salvation, to yeah. enthrone him as the king in heaven. But like. Understanding it better can just help you be more grateful, be more like just understand the beauty better. Mm -hmm. It's it's powerful more than it is like and then not a Christian. And I really
0: think it is fun, like you're saying. Yeah. Like maybe you are someone that thinks a little bit more critically of this, and and you thought these questions, and you've had some of these like what, how does this really work? And and there are some people that are listening to this podcast that they do love to learn. Yeah. And this is part of what we're trying to do is just say like, hey, let's take this to the next level and just ask like the next layer of the onion questions, the next yeah. turn of the diamond type questions. And it's meant to be something that sets you on a path to more intrigue, yeah. right? To give to give you a, like a taste of some of the things that are the, the depth of what is going on in the Bible is really, yeah. really fascinating and cool. And some of these, um, you know, I think it's healthy to kind of recognize where you come from. Like yeah. some of these you'll probably, like maybe one of them you'll be taught. Now it's healthy to know this, Ryan has done a lot of the research on this and has kind of set us up to where he's going to kind of lay out a few of these theories to mm-hmm. me. And I'm going to ask some critical questions and kind of just walk through and maybe get, try to get some detail if I don't understand. So as the listener, just know that when I'm asking questions and stuff, it genuinely is probably going to be because I'm like, cool. I have heard that parts of that, but that is yeah. new. You know? And so yeah. I am with you in the learning process yeah. today. Um, and that's kind of intentional because I think – when you learn how to learn, that's helpful. And yeah. I'm trying to learn how to learn better.
1: Yeah. And so I think lessons are a good way to accomplish learning, but asking questions is almost better. Yep. Because it it helps the listener, the, the learner who's trying to understand, clarify all these things and rather than somebody's why just, YouTube
0: comments. Yeah. We're always saying like put your questions in there, send us an email. Yeah because it really helps us know what we need to be talking about because that's yep. where we're trying to you know, touch points. So I'm going to do my best to ask the better questions. Okay. <laughs> so, so, all right.
1: So how many theories have you brought? Cause there's a lot of them, but you've brought in, we, we could do a lot, but I've brought in at least, <laughs> uh, let's say three, let's say three for three. Today. Okay. Three so today. So there's more, but these are three, three yeah. good ones. Okay. These are three, I think stories, of the atonement that's that's a good way to put it theory yeah. works but story kind of matches too yeah same way there are four gospels and they have a lot in common but their perspectives a little different yep so okay Let's here's number one uh get ready to be scared by the name of this theory oh gosh yes recapitulation r-e-c some other letters recapitulation who got decapitated okay. yeah okay. that's what it's that's what it sounds De- like to decapitated cap- De- yeah. recapulated <laughs> capulates in the whatever okay um so that's a big scary word for this theory which is one of the earliest atonement theories like the early church this was kind of what they held on to along with another one that we're going to talk and about. and when
0: you say early church like first century like
1: like jesus died and rose again and within 20 years this or was so the theory. this was a way they were talking about the atonement this is a way i like yeah. that
0: this is a this is a perspective that they were yeah. talking about okay yeah. all right break um, it down because that word is scary i'm not gonna lie Kay. i have no idea i feel like i just got yeah. put in a medical class
1: Okay. So, side note, we're not going to talk about the normal, the, the one that probably a lot of us would know Which today. the normal would be? It's called Penal Substitutionary Atonement. It's the legal Jesus died in my place on the cross for my sins. That's still true, but we're talking about some other ones, so you're not going to hear that one. So that,
0: that one you, you basically grew up with. That's really important. Yeah. That, yeah. That it's kind of like the, the balance yeah. sheet, right? This was your debt. Jesus died in place, so now you don't yeah. owe anything else. Yeah. He is your, um, what we would call, reconciler. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. he's the reconciler between yeah. those, 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 those records. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Okay, so here's so recapitulation. Re-capi- here's yeah. the
1: story. Adam was created perfect, but stained humanity through his sin. Adam is the representative head of all humanity, mm. and in step with Adam's lead, we are all equally sinful and rebellious against God's rule and reign. God sent Jesus to become incarnate and live an obedient life loyal to God. Everything Adam did, Jesus undid. Everything Adam failed to do, the second Adam, who's Jesus, did. Jesus retraces the steps of Adam's, uh, of Adam obediently instead of disobediently.
0: Done. So he
1: walks the story back. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's really powerful, and that's in. Who who latches on to that theory? That's is that Paul that latches on to he's the second so Adam?
1: That you see that in Romans 5 yeah, and a bunch of other places in Romans. It's like in, in Adam all die, but in Christ all are made alive. Yes, by that's one that's man this, by the other man that. Yep. So so the way that turns out is that 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 Jesus did it all righteously, that's one thing. His obedience is kind of where our salvation comes from. You see that in Philippians 2. He was obedient. To death, even death on a cross. Look at how obedient he was with his death on the cross. Uh. Um, that's a place that comes out. It also the other big thing is headship, uh, which I don't think we have a really great. No. I don't think we have a really great example of that today. Um, if you can think of one, put it in the comments. But uh, oh, yeah. it's that the like, yeah. High priest. Yes. So high priest is one way to understand yeah. it.
0: So, like, so my mind, like, immediately when you say this, is like, I'm like going to like all the connections to how cool that is. Like, yeah, Adam is born of the Ruha of God, right? The he breathes the breath, and 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 Mary has the Ruha breathed into her, which is the yes. conception of Jesus. So, it's the same thing where like the Holy Spirit is the conceiver of life in yes. both things, yes, um, which is a beautiful, like, you know, it's like who created this, God did. Yeah, you know what I mean, and obviously she had a role to play in the second one, but there was there was this moment where the Holy Spirit, it, you know, indwelled her in the yeah. same way that, that Adam's clay became flesh in yeah. Genesis, which is yeah. really that's, that's that's incredibly cool. Um, I love uh, the concept too of you know Jesus had a way out and he didn't take it, yeah, and he's being tempted, you know, yeah, and At every
1: turn he's making the right choice, the yes, obedient to God choice, yep, and that is
0: that is a really cool way to think about it yeah
1: and it's a big part of this is that it's not legally right or wrong like the like the atonement theory we all know Mm. it's more relationally respectful the whole time Mm. it's like i am doing things that please god at all times every time i'm faced with temptation i'm choosing to do something that's pleasing god rather than choosing something that's black and white right or wrong
0: he's going after pleasing god yes so Mm.
1: So in when you hear Jesus saying I've fulfilled the law that's that's a way that's something that these guys would lean on we could never meet the requirements of the law Jesus did through his obedience and it, and it wasn't just obedience so that he could be killed as a sacrifice it's his, his obedience was part of saving us
0: so that's why the sermon on the mount is so important yeah. because he's he's showing his level of obedience yeah. is is beyond even the actions right like yeah. if you even say you hate, then you've committed murder in your heart. You know yeah. uh, Matthew five. That, that 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 makes sense to me. That yeah. makes really that's really cool. Yeah. So what's uh? And I w- I would say this in your in the comments, uh, if you listen to this whole thing, write the one that helps you see something clearest the most. Like like one of these. Like if you can't spell recapitulation,
1: recapitulation, recapitulation. If you
0: can't spell that, Google it. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I mean, put say, the, "Hey
1: Siri, Hey Google, whatever," mm-hmm. and then say the word recapitulation, or play us saying the word. Mm-hmm. That's and getting really complicated. But but
0: it put it in the comments. Which one of these three you attach to the most?
1: Yeah, I want to know which one's helped broaden your yes. your like admiration for what God did. And and most. do a
0: little investigation in this because I my mind is already racing to some of the cool yeah. things
1: that 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 brings to light in the Bible. So the the last big thing I want to say about that is yeah. the incarnation is a big part of that. Jesus had to become man like Adam was man
0: Ooh, to redeem man. He
1: couldn't just be God or like a ghost that looked like a man or whatever, and just float around making people think he was walking like, like this proves that he was a man is that he had to be obedient, but an obedient man so that he could be our head, our high priest, our representative representative. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. And that's
0: the full, you know, that's the full recapitulation thought,
1: right? It's like, it's
0: completely redeeming, completely walking back the story of like fully man, but also fully God doing the things that Adam should have done in obedience.
1: Yeah. Okay. Ready for the next one. I'm ready for the next one. I think. Okay. And that's a big word. So hit me with the, the next one. This one is equally as old, but maybe even more popular. Okay. With the first Christians, this is the Christus Victor. I think victorious Christ theory.
0: Christus Victus. Victor. Victor. I was yes. wanted to say
1: Victus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Christus and Victus. Christus Victus. That sounds like a Harry Potter spell. It does. Christus I, and I, Victus. I was really like, oh my gosh, here we go. It so is, okay. what
0: is this theory, or what is this uh, story, or what is this uh, prism that we're looking through Kay.
1: here? I'm going to read this explanation. That yeah, gonna yeah, read. yeah. That helps. Here we go. Good. Okay. Uh, there's also kind of two heads to this. Um, I'll talk about that later. But there's kind of a victorious Christ side, and there's a ransomed to Satan side. We'll talk about that later. Okay. We can decide yeah. if we like it or not.
0: We can. And we can okay. talk about it. We're, yeah.
1: we're learning. We're learning. That's what we're doing. Okay. 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 Read your go. little. Okay. By sinning against God, human beings have sold themselves into slavery to the devil. God, not wishing to see humanity remain in this benighted situation. I didn't write that. Somebody else wrote benighted. Uh Danes to bring about the means by which human beings can be emancipated, can be freed from their, man, there's so many big words in here, vitiated moral condition. Uh, 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 we sold ourselves to the devil. Think Hosea, the yeah. book of Hosea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We sold ourselves away by our sin.
0: The book of Hosea is about a, a prostitute that continues to go back to prostitution, even though she has a way out. She's they
1: married can. to God's prophet Hosea. Yes.
0: Yes, and she continues to go back to prostitution yeah. and leading a life that would be way below what she was been given. Yeah. So keep going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so all that just means that uh, he's trying to free us. Yeah, uh, Christ pays the ransom price, the the buying us back price mm. required to liberate human beings. Thus, the work of Christ achieves two interconnected hol- goals. Okay. Goals. This there is go. The two headship thing. Yeah. Two, two, to two break prongs. the hold of evil okay. in the person of Satan that they have over human beings. And to enable human beings to be reconciled with God. Um so once God has freed humanity from Satan's grip, he revealed his divine nature and defeated Satan, plundering their evil dwelling on silent Saturday before Jesus' resurrected body, uh resurrected back into his physical body. So that's a second part of it.
0: So he went to hell, defeated him, and came back. So
1: Good Friday was Jesus being like oh i'm just a man mm-hmm. and paying the sacrificial lamb yeah. kind of price. Passover lamb. Saturday price. was mm-hmm. like like Chris Evans and Captain America, Chris like, Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, you're Chris right. Chris Evans Avengers getting the super soldier serum and getting buff out of nowhere and start beating people up. Yep. That's holy Saturday. He okay. he died. Yep. And and then he showed oh wait i'm actually god and then started Yep.
0: Which so, so it's lamb. Yeah. You know like Lays yeah. down his life, and then the next day he's like,
1: you know, yeah, butt kicking toe. And then the rest of that is, he's the victorious king. Like from that day on, from from Resurrection Sunday on, he's the victorious king. He is reigning and ruling over everything. He's defeated Satan. Man, we could cool go a lot theory. more into that.
0: That's a really cool theory. I love the idea that that. Uh, so so here's here's like, all right, I have like tons of questions. Yes, tons of questions, and that I can't ask them all probably on this podcast, but I'm gonna ask a few. What do you do with, does Jesus have access to his omniscience and omnipotence before Saturday, or is he limited? So
1: one of the biggest complaints about this theory, there's two heads to it. There's the ransom, I'm going to offer Jesus up to Satan as a price, and there's the victorious Christ, he won the war, he defeated Satan. Yeah, so the war part. The the part that people have the most difficulty with, and, and it's difficulty in the way that the early church explained it. Is um, okay. I'm gonna get a little deep for a second. That's okay. That's okay. There's, I asked. Yeah. There's three kind of phases of thought. This way oversimplifying it, but pre-modern thought, modern thought, and post-modern thought. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard post-modern a lot. Uh, people complaining about people who in their thinking are like whatever works for you everything is subjective yeah. just like there's no oh, o- gosh, universal yeah. truth okay modern thought is like the enlightenment the science the like there's one right answer yeah and we're gonna figure it out pre-modern thought is a a world saturated with spirits and divine powers and whatever mm-hmm. so pre-modern thought think like 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 ancient people worshiping the Egyptian gods or the Greek gods. Yeah. My crop didn't turn out this year. The gods did it. Yes. Well, I need to go appease them. So this kind of falls into that pre modern thought thing. Okay. So it's like we're suffering. Satan did it. We're sold to Satan. Uh, and there's a good versus evil kind of thing that's really strong. That's a big pre modern thought thing. Every every like creation story. Which I have part
0: of that in my gospel. Yeah. Thinking. Like in yeah. the
1: story that I look at a lot, obviously, like. It's good versus evil. It's dark versus light. You but, know? but in the way we normally think about it, Jesus died on the cross for my sins. The only way the uh, devil's in there is like, hey, don't you want to be bad? He's but tricking not, me, but he's not. He's not the enemy. Mm. We're the enemy, and he's pulling us over to be more of the enemy. In this, it's like, he's the enemy. Yeah. We did, is it
0: so we, we don't take
1: like we responsibility?
0: We messed up. Oh, okay. But
1: then forever after that. He's our, our master, our whatever. Okay, so that's the ransom side. People complain about that because they say, like, so God tricked Satan? Isn't lying like one of the Ten Commandments? Ooh. How could God be deceptive and still be righteous? So that, okay. So that immediately makes me think, like, the ransom side of this to Satan is kind of weird. A little difficult. I like that they're still that he's not not a character that we didn't forget about him. Yeah. And I I I think that we're really uncomfortable talking about the world that way. Um and that's our postmodern thinking though, right? Is we're just That's our like modern and a, our postmodern thinking f-
0: further away from that and so it makes yeah. it more difficult for us to understand. Yeah. But the spiritual world is a real thing, the unseen
1: world. And Jesus and Paul and John talked about it a whole lot. They weren't uncomfortable. Uh I, I forget John or Jesus said something about the prince of the power of the air. They're Mm. saying Satan has power. Yeah. They weren't uncomfortable saying that. I think that exact conclusion. So the ransom part to Satan, I think it's difficult and there's some potential in it. Mm -hmm. The other side is the victorious Christ, the Christ on a horse with a sword. Revelation language. Yeah. Revelation. Think Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. Yes. Uh, That. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Oh yeah. And that in so many ways I think that's how I picture him. You know, yeah. it's it's the the Gandalf White. You know, yeah. the Gandalf the White moment yeah. where you know where he's like, You're back, you beat the bell wrong. You know, yeah. like that type of like uh you know moment where you're like you're in, and if you're not a Lord of the Rings, yeah. <laughs> you're like, what did so he sorry. just say? Uh, look it up. All right, but Plus I mean, this podcast and watch all <laughs> six hours of those movies. So, I mean, there is a part of me that has always accepted that as part yeah. of like the the understanding of who Jesus is. Yeah. Victorious Christ makes sense. The the you know Palm Sunday moment, yeah. where it's like he's coming in, they're receiving him as this physical king, but we know that. Sunday is when he rises
1: as yeah. the actual Jesus uh, comes in on Palm Sunday on a donkey very meek he could have come in on a horse but he picks a donkey his his inauguration to be king is a mockery of his inauguration to be king they give him a crown but it's a crown of thorns and it's stabbing his yep. head yep little do they know they're actually inaugurating the king of all creation.
0: And it actually had a sign over his
1: head that said King of the Jews. Yeah, right? Jesus okay. Christ, King of the Jews, I N R I or whatever yeah. it is. And, and, in that. And uh, like that was yeah. like all of that. They were like, the, ha, ha, look at the King of the Jews. Meanwhile, it was true. And that's one and of that's the Roman so, soldiers yeah. says
0: that when he dies, right? He's like, Surely this man was King of the Jews. Yeah. You know, surely yeah. this man was and so when Jesus he says, he says they
1: don't know what they're doing mm. in our, what we normally think is like they don't know that they're actually sacrificing the lamb for our salvation. That's true, but I think also part of this reveals, like, they don't know that they're inaugurating the true king of kings mm. and lord of lords and god of gods.
0: That is powerful, and I love the way that that kind of reveals the humility of God. You know, that's that yeah. whole Philippians 2 that you said from the recapit- recapitulation, but at the same time, this gives that that that's great kind of facet of, like, yeah. you elevate him to the, to the right hand of God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's... This,
1: this also shows some 1 Corinthians 1 through 3, some 2 Corinthians uh, 10 or 11 or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, In, in 11. our weakness in... Oh, 12, 12, 12. 12, yeah. Yep. In our weakness, God's shown to be stronger. 1 Corinthians 1 says some stuff like uh, God uses the weak to shame the strong, uses the the um, the not Meek. smart to oh, yeah, 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 shame yeah, yeah. the wise. Yeah, yep. Yep. The yeah, and this is one example of that. Mm-hmm. Look, you can do your absolute worst to me. I can be at my weakest. And I can and still yet, defeat you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: And so, that, and that that is such a theme in the Bible. And in yeah. fact I think it's one of my favorite I'm gonna to ju- i I'm about to do a video for a different church on an illustration of talking about that Jesus does his best work in unseen dark places. Yeah. And that's actually his like preferred posture is almost like this like watch what i can do with nothing you know yeah. taking nothing and turning it into everything that you see <laughs> you know so i think that's that's a neat jesus just loves to pull that and i think that you know his sovereignty and his glory shines brightest out of those dark places yeah so that's that's really really cool
1: do we have time for another? Yeah, yeah, it? one more, one more. Okay. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. This will be a lot shorter. That one was super long. Hey,
0: man, we're, we're learning. Kay. That's all we're doing.
1: This last one, it's um, it's kind of newer. It's kind of a twist on the recapitulation one. This one that uh, Shane Wood, who's a professor at Ozark Christian College, he put a book out called Between Two Trees. And mm. it's, like, it's like part memoir, part uh, <laughs> atonement theory book, part like, just like prophetic talk at the church today. And um, it's got a lot of stuff in it, but it spends the whole first half of the book kind of setting up this atonement theory. Okay. It's called the union theory. Union theory. Yeah. I like that word easier. It's easier. Yeah, it's way easier to spell. (laughs) Only five letters. And it's not in another language. There you go. Um, So I'm going to give a short explanation and then a longer explanation. Short explanation. We broke our union with God When we ate from the forbidden tree in Eden, but through the incarnation, Jesus gained access to death and carved out a new path to union with God through death.
0: Hmm. Wow. So through death is where life is going to spring. Yes. So it's Ezekiel 37. Yeah. Dry bones, dead bones. Yeah. I can make those breathe again. Okay,
1: keep going. Here's the longer explanation. God lives in perfect union among the members of the Trinity so well that they are one flesh. We were created for union with God in a similar way to the way he is united with himself. Mark Scott always said, the Trinity is a community of perfect love. Mm. They are always lifting the other two up. They are always being self-sacrificial. They are always, with their separate wills, being of one will. Agreeing with each other. So, okay. Wow. Um, so they are that way. He created us for union like that. Uh, we chose to rebel from the union by eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And in doing so, ingesting sin, becoming one flesh with sin and death. So we are so deeply united with sin that God could not obliterate sin and death without, without obliterating, obliterating us. Oof. To save us from our rebellion and its consequences, God became flesh one flesh with us, to gain access to death and carve a new path to unite with God through death and resurrection like Jesus did. Oh man, that is so good. Yeah. You like this one, don't oh, you? Oh, I love this one. I was gonna say, I, I could just tell. This one leaves the least unanswered questions.
0: So immediately, immediately, I am going to the Chronicles of Narnia, mm-hmm. and I'm going to the dragon scene with the scales uh, yes. from uh, the, what is it, the is it the Dawn Trotter? I can't remember which one it is. Or is it the... I've read the very
1: first chronological book, which is like... The war- Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Oh, there you go. The Magician's yep. Yep. Okay.
0: So this this particular, and if you know it, put it in the comments. Um, but this particular, he basically makes a mistake, and he has these scales that now are growing over him, and this boy yeah. is turning into a dragon. And he comes to basically Aslan, and Aslan asks... If he wants the scales off and of course every time the kid tries to rip them off they come back yeah and Aslan goes I have to cut deep
1: yeah deeper
0: than you can yeah and it's this whole idea of like separating the scales from him is one of the most painful acts that only Aslan can do yeah and so the Union that you're talking about is that scale idea that we've been yeah. connected to sin and death and separating the two yeah. And so you're saying that Jesus had to get access to do that by attaching himself yeah. to death and attaching himself to sin. Yeah,
1: his incarnation was becoming human like us Oof. so that he could get close enough to sin and death to so Anyway, that is crazy. In cool. that book, I would buy that book, please. It's so good. Between Two Trees. Between Two Trees. Shane Wood. Yeah. I haven't um, read
0: it is it, I don't know if it's on audible I, I would, think so Would it I oh think man so. I want to I'm going to look I'm going to look right, it up. I'm look while right now
1: where you saw Um it's such a good theory because it answers so many questions and it leads us to um, to live good walks of faith to live mm-hmm. co- going after God that's that's something I want to talk about at the end for a minute but but um, he talks about ingesting and he he gives this example he said when you take a bite from an apple today, you swallow that bite. Can you ever get that apple and yourself to be how you were before you bit the apple? Ooh. Maybe you can throw that bit of apple up, but you can't put it back on. You can't uncover that in vomit. It's kind of gross. But like you can't ever put those two things back together. He gives the same example for uh, marriage and divorce, which is really powerful. It is on auto. It on is, and I am literally buying it. Yeah. at this very second. Um, but he gives that example about divorce. He said, um, mm. in the same way, two people get married, they're bound together in covenant by God, whether there's a good reason to get out of it or not. It's impossible. The to two people them. can never be exactly how they were before they met, before they made that commitment. So true. And it's it's even if you separate, it's and dope. it may it may be a good idea to separate, even if you separate, and there the real- will be some tears and some rips and things that are. Nobody would painful. ever say
0: divorce is ideal. Yeah. Nobody can ever say that. Right. Like yeah. even a person that gets out of a, an abusive, bad relationship, yeah. divorce was never the, the like reason you got married. Like, oh yeah, someday we'll just get divorced because nobody yeah. plans for that. Yeah. So I've always used the Plato illustration, right? You take purple and pink yeah, and then, or blue and, and pink and then you put them together and it turns purple. And then that's marriage. The yeah. two become one. And then to divorce... Have, How can you ever get those colors? Yeah. You, you just pull it.
1: apart two purple yes, things, two and they're never things. the way they're they were. They're never the
0: way they were before.
1: Yeah. That's so powerful.
0: I literally just bought that book. Um, <laughs> let me <laughs> – um, I love Shane Wood. I love the way that he has, I think, helped um, not only Ozark, but I think a lot of people and students, and including myself, think um, – A little bit more with this type of idea of like turning the facets of some of the theology and some of the ways that we think about God and and even some of the older um, more I would say conservative views um, and those that have doubted with those and wrestled with those for a long time they've he's given them a place to doubt and to think and to find faith again yeah um and so i know when you shared that i'm like oh gosh it's gonna be good uh i love his revelation thing yeah. on level up on ozark's website If next you w- level next level thank you
1: occ.edu slash series revelation i've just gone there enough
0: it's so good It is. Um, so good. but that's totally academic
1: let me let me ask you
0: this like i know you've studied a lot of these theories and i know you probably have some closing thoughts to to some of this stuff like in turning these facets and helping us think like, you know, is substitution, you know, uh, you know, whatever it's called, what is his it? substitution for us. There you go. He's it's put, And then, you know, we're going to re- recapitulation, Christ victorious, Christ victorious or whatever it is. And then now the union, like what sticks with you when you, when you th- read through this stuff and you start like, do you get confused? Do you get frustrated? Does it make it more complicated? Or, or what's the beauty in it that you're finding? You know, kind of closing yeah. thoughts for people that are wrestling with this maybe for the first time.
1: It doing this study helped change my faith in so many ways. Not not like I don't believe stuff I used to not believe, but like like growing up only knowing about the penal substitutionary atonement theory, Jesus died for you, whatever. It's very individualistic. It's very legal. So when I came to communion in a worship service, I think uh, this is a really serious, somber moment like a wake, like a funeral. I need to look down and think about how I killed Jesus. Well, when you think about the Christus Victor theory that most of the early church had, it's like, yeah, we might be persecuted, but we've already won. And so when you come to communion, you're not coming to look at the casket where Jesus is. He's alive and he's ruling and he's reigning, and it can look a lot more like a potluck. It can look a lot more like sitting around the table with family. when you when you think about the recapitulation view that uh, on the on the books episode on the last episode i held up two books by the same guy salvation by allegiance alone and gospel allegiance both by matthew bates that really encapsulates more of the recapitulation view mm. we are saved by identifying ourselves with jesus As and his obedience mm-hmm. we need to, even if we're not perfect we're trying to make sure that he is the head of our lives that that people can clearly see we're under the headship of Christ. He's
0: the path forward. He's the way to follow. Yeah. He's the one. He's the way. And yeah. That was the early gospel way of talking about it. He's yeah. the way. So yeah. when I
1: think about obedience today and making good choices and like, why should I evangelize? Well, if you only think about the penal substitutionary atonement view, Jesus died for my sins. You, you're you good. It, it can lead to like a ticket to heaven kind of idea. I got my ticket. I'm good. I just need to wait it out until the train yeah. comes. Recapitulation is like no Jesus is the head of my life. He's determining now. what I look like. He's determining who I'm following yeah. and, and who I'm listening to and what my priorities are. And so like all these different theories add to your faith, help you see Jesus and atonement and the center of our faith in a in a more stretching way and in, in like sure. a, you're called to do more. And even the union theory is, is just like I'm just so deeply grateful. Oh, that—that's and, and encouraging that to me. You need to belief. follow Jesus down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we're all gonna die, at some point. But death is not the end.
0: No, it's been separated. And I love the concept that that uh, the union community side of things. Yeah. Like The the idea that God wanted us to be in community with Him, but He knew that we were so attached to this thing that could not. You know that yeah. that to me that to me is like father son thing that is, yeah. to me is like, you know, that is a a loving God oh, yeah. picture that I, I really quickly. I'm like, that's what I would do. If that's yeah. what I had to do for my kid, I would do that. yeah And it makes more sense than just God going, like get down there and get on the cross so we can get that, get our, get our friend back, you know, like yeah. it's way more of an intimate understanding of what Jesus was doing, a way yeah. bigger uh, picture of like, this is the wrestling match. And the fight and the way that Christ won. You know, it's like, this is what he was doing, and it it, it definitely helps me unwrap a little of the language that Jesus is going, like, this has to happen. Like, this is how it had to happen. Um, And then, of course, when we sing about Jesus being victory over death, that makes more sense to me, because it's like, death's still here. No, you don't understand, it's not attached to you anymore.
1: Yeah, It's still here, but it's not, no, it doesn't have you. It's not the end. I have you. Death is now subservient to God. Yes that is so cool
0: Um, dude this has been really fun and we're gonna have to do this again in some way shape or form maybe we'll even hit a couple more at some point but uh gosh Uh, man leave a comment hit a like if you enjoy this I I expect to see more likes on this because I think people are really gonna attach to this type of stuff Um, I'm excited to do more of this in the future I know Ryan's already put a lot of work into this one so this was a one that we could get out pretty quick but hopefully in the future we'll get Jesse in here to get you guys talking about Uh, some stuff, and man, uh, hit subscribe, get more content, keep your eyes open, we're going to continue to do some fun things, we're going to continue to do some light things, but hopefully we can bring you more stuff like this too, so have a great and glorious day in the Lord, we'll see you later. See ya.